You're listening to the Worship Hearts Podcast, presented by Louder Than Stones. Hello and welcome to the Worship Hearts Podcast, the collision of spiritual growth, effective leadership, and practical application for worship pastors and lay leaders. It's a conversation about the fun, the facts, and the fear of leading worship, where every week we dive into the practical and spiritual joys and struggles of leading worship in a world of worshipers. He put that hunger in your heart, put that fire in your soul. His love is the reason. Hey, Dad. Hey, hey, Dad. Keep on believing. Dad. Yes. We're recording. Okay. (laughs) You jam out to a a new song, huh? Warn a guy, you know. What? Warn a I, guy next time. I am yeah. right now. I, oh, I oh, okay, right now. Okay, yeah, yeah so I we're got recording. Yeah. Uh, yeah, started. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. No, no. Uh, new song? No, it's not a. It's not. Well, I guess it may be a fairly new song. I don't know what age model it is. It's uh, uh, a it, reason. Is it, is it secular new or Christian music new? Because there's a drastic difference between oh, those two. Well, that's probably true too, but. Um, uh, you know, and I can't even answer that. So, uh, so now the name of the song was Reason by Unspoken, and uh, it just got a really catchy tune. I love it. Uh, and uh, I heard it come on the radio the other day, and uh, man, it kind of helped me in the process of what I was going through. Um, uh, which kind of sparked the idea, uh, for this particular episode. Um, because I was having a conversation with a a new friend, uh, that I had met, uh, who is also launching some worship, um, mentoring consultation type stuff. So I got to talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have him on the show sometime on the podcast sometime in, in the near future. So, um, uh, as, as time goes by, um, but, uh, as I was talking with him, um, I got this great sense of, oh, what would it be? What would it be? Um, this overwhelming sense that I wasn't good enough. Oh. Yeah. And uh, I got this just, I mean, and it was nothing that he said. I mean, it just is nothing that this, this guy said. Um, it just was this, the idea that here I am and I'm, um, I'm over 50, been in worship ministries for 30 plus years. You're a long ways over 50. Uh, well not, Hey, not a long ways. Uh, you're, you're closer to 60 than you are to 50. Just saying. No, no. Well, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Just, yeah, by a couple of days, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> a couple of days. <laughs> well, I mean, if you go by January 4th to July 4th, I'm a couple of days past the halfway mark, which would then you would mean you would round it up. And it, yeah, I'm I'm closer to 58 than I am 57. So moving um, on. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so uh, anyway... <laughs> So I have got these this amount of years in in the realm of worship, uh, in leading worship, and being involved in things, 
Um, and I'm talking with this guy and he's sharing with me the life that he's been going through and he's got a brand new kid, six months old. Um, and he and his wife and, and he's led worship at, um, you know, three or four different places up in the North central area of the country. Um, and I kind of got connected via the worship hearts stuff that we're doing and some other things and yeah, so on and so forth. Well, he is um, working on his master's degree, um, but in the same time, he just got hired on to be a professor at uh, a Nazarene University up in uh, Illinois. And, uh, and I was like, wow. So what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> you know, here this kid's, you know, mid to late 20s, maybe, you know, maybe he might be 30. Um, and I'm calling him a kid, you know, yeah. in my head. And uh, I just got this over this overwhelming sense of, man, I, you know, <sighs> I'm, I'm not good enough. I've because I've, I don't I don't have that capability. I don't have those experiences. I don't, you know, and I, man, I started, we got off the, we did a little FaceTime and, and we got off the conversation and I, I, I just kind of moped around for a few minutes Mm. and, uh, and ended up going to get lunch or something. And, uh, and this song came on the radio and it reminded me it had it just reminded me um that his love is the reason for everything not just for me to be living not just for me to be giving uh but that it was you know the life experiences that i've had is is god's love is what has uh presented all of these things so regardless of where i am so all of that, uh, I, I know I took a long road around to get to this this aspect of um, where are you and what are you doing? Okay. And can we, can we, you and I, consider that even the harsh realities of life can be used to bring about God's glory in his time. Right. So there you go. Have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's, that's what brought upon this, this idea, this, this thought of, you know, um, man, Okay, so I've not accomplished this great college. Oh, I do have a bachelor's degree in music, and uh, um, and I do have you know thirty plus years of experience in music and twenty plus years in in uh, youth ministry. And uh, you know, I mean, I could I could list off a few things, you know, um, and then I I you know going to reference uh, Paul. And he says, "Hey, if you need somebody that has credentials, here, here you go. I've got a list of credentials of what makes me, you know, 
what makes me tick and what makes me be able to say, Hey, this is, you know, I know what I'm talking about, you know, and then, and then in the middle of that, or at the latter part of his conversation, he says, but it's all rubbish compared to the greatness and the unsurpassing grace of God. Yep. So, yep. So, uh, you know, I have to, uh, have to remember who I am, uh, and who the enemy is trying to compare me with. Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, uh, I still, I still think I would use the word rubbish <laughs> for, for, uh, for those of you who are watching and listening, Matthew put a little, uh, a little note hey, on the, uh, it, there, when so. you, when you dig in to the, the original <laughs> Greek of that word, it's all Greek to me. So I'm just saying it's, it's, it's a little stronger than rubbish or garbage. The term that he uses there. Just saying, just saying. Uh, it's yeah. Yeah. It's possibly, possibly. <laughs> so, so anyway, so, so we go to this. And so now you've heard my, my confession and my, uh, my thought process of what brought us to this, this particular episode. Um, so what are your thoughts? What, I mean, what, you know, what great successes are you, are you the president of the United States yet? Uh, no. No, nor, yeah. nor do I want to be. Nor do I, nor do, no, <laughs> I, I, here's, here's my, I, I, I don't wish that on my enemies. So I do a reverse psychology when I vote. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'll have to yeah. think about that one after yeah. the episode. <laughs> uh, oh, let's see. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. but I mean, what are the, what are the accomplishments? What are your successes? What are the things that you know? You know, we talk about all kinds of things, and and, and you know, it's one of the things that we we do at worship hearts is is trying to figure out what the successes are, and you know, one of the things that we want to be able to help provide is is a, an avenue and a an opportunity to help people stimulate their creative uh, juices to write worship songs and praise songs that come from the scripture and come from life experiences um, so that it can be shared in, uh, you know, in a, an opportunity of, in congregation, whether it's a congregational piece or a concert piece. But, you know, it's, it's no different than a preacher who's preaching the word. He's, he's bringing stories and he's bringing, you know, breaking open the relevancy of what the scripture has to say for us. Yeah. You know, and we just get to use music to do that when we're yeah. writing songs. So, but what, how do you, what do you do when you're comparison, comparing your successes or non successes uh, with others? And who are you comparing it with? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, it's a, it's a, It's a hard discussion to have because you have to, you have to come into it with the understanding. Well, I don't guess you have to. It's better to come into it with the understanding that, uh, like Paul says, it's rubbish, right? Whether whether you are the president or you're the pauper, uh, okay, you're still yeah. loved by Jesus, right? Um, 
and I, I I've I certainly don't want this to come across as me putting you down because it's not at all what it is, but my pride has gotten in the way, uh, kind of in the opposite of, of what you're talking about similarities, but I'm, I'm in the midst of changing jobs at the moment. And the, the job that I'm leaving, uh, already has somebody that will start Monday for my position. And, uh, they, they, you know, work isn't going to, that, that job isn't going to miss a beat. That work's going to continue to go on like it should. And a part of me is frustrated because um, I want them to see and understand the amount of work and the amount of yeah. stuff that I was doing and, and the load that I was carrying. Um, and, and I feel like they're never going to see that because they're never going to miss that work continuing to be done and, and continuing to move forward. So that's, that's a frustrating spot to be in. Um, I spent a long time, um, you know, leading worship at a place, uh, and, and not getting paid for it, not seeing any kind of compensation for it. And, uh, even through a pastoral change and not seeing anything. And, uh, and that was very frustrating, um, in, including, after I left, uh, there really wasn't much. I mean, they, they, they blessed me with some gifts on my, on my last Sunday. Uh, and, and they're amazing. It, we, we still use actually one of them regularly. <laughs> uh, and, and I'm grateful for those gifts, but it felt like too little, too late kind of a thing. So I have to check myself on my pride Yeah, to say, Okay, yeah, I have done all these things, but it's still garbage <laughs> in light of who right. God is and in light of, of, of what I'm called to, uh, both as a, a, a husband and a father, but also as a worshiper and a worship leader. Um, right. it's, it's not about what I'm doing or what I've done or how great I think I am. If, if I'm not pointing people to Jesus, I'm off the mark, plain and simple. Right. So, Correct. Um, right. That's, that's kind of where I am. Uh, your, your initial question, where are you? Uh, that's, that's the spot that I'm at. That's the, the feeling that, um, that I'm having to deal with and, and muddle through, uh, at, at the present moment. Um, because, Leaving, <laughs> leaving something that I've invested in and put a lot of time and effort into, and uh, and and I, I had already felt like I was being taken advantage of uh, to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Uh, sure. And, and then no one, even after I leave, gets to realize how important I was. Is very frustrating. Uh, and sure I'm still is. I'm still dealing with that uh, from actually more than one scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. so I guess I'm, I guess I haven't learned it yet because God, <laughs> God continues to bring that up. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it is, a, it is a very real scenario and, and that is also one of the things that, um, as, as I was sharing with my new friend, um, this idea that, 
Um, I, I mean, I was, I was, um, I was grateful for the opportunity to share with him and, and to, uh, say, Hey, can we hook up and we get this together? And can we work together with some of this stuff? You know, and I say, he's in Illinois, we're in Oklahoma city, you're at Texas, you know? And, and one of the things that, uh, came back to me in this whole process was when Jesus looks at his disciples and he says, look over there, do you not see the harvest? The harvest is plentiful. Yeah. But, but the workers are few. Yeah. And in that whole gamut of idea and understanding, this was one of those things, too, that was I was reminded is like, OK, so you're starting a consultation and a coaching, mentoring, uh, worship ministry. I'm starting one. And, it, and, and amazingly enough, I, I was kind of sharing with him and says, you know, you know how when you buy a car, yours, yours is the only one that's out there until after you bought that car. And now you see them all over. Everywhere, yeah. Yeah, everywhere. It's, oh, it becomes now familiar to you, and all of a sudden, oh, you recognize it. And so as we launched Worship Hearts into the podcast and into as the website is still continuing to be built and put together and the opportunities to serve in this way, I began to see more and more and more of these these types of ministries come across my my newsfeed on Facebook and in other areas. And, uh, and I just kept thinking, man, and every time I'd see another one, it was somebody I knew or knew of and I'd see another one. And it's like, uh, you know, it's like, but God, you've called me to do this and click. Yep. That's it right there. God, you've, you've called me to do this. Yep. And, and it's not like there's not, uh, a limited amount of fish in the ocean. You know, <laughs> I mean, there's still fish in the ocean. There are still churches that uh, are are going to be able to need um, what God has gleaned through us in this process. And so that's that's again, it's kind of where this all came from and how this started and in the conversation today and this uh, what are you doing? Where are you? What are you doing? And uh because I, I just realized, helped me realize again, okay, he's going to be able to reach people that we won't. Yeah. But if we're in this together as building the kingdom of God and helping others and more people, then how much better we will be to be able to multiply the, the, the capabilities of reaching more and more and more and more. So, yeah. So I, I, again, I was reminded, you know, um, what little I did know. Um, but I was also reminded that, uh, God's got me exactly where he needs me and he, where he wants me in this whole scenario. So, which kind of crazily kind of helped set it into perspective for me too, was the story of Joseph. Yeah. And he was uh, now, believe me, I was not the favorite son growing up. So don't uh, you don't listen to my brothers and sister. <laughs> I was I was not the favorite son. Um, uh, but uh, this idea that uh, Joseph went out 
to his brothers and they said, you know, we, we're just sick and tired of this little measly kid always getting the limelight and always, you know, so let's, let's see if we can't uh, do something to change the process. And, and we, we pretty much mostly know the story as he was, you know, left for dead and then decided, no, let's not kill him. Let's sell him. Let's send him on out of the country and on into bigger and better things, you know, and they ruined his jacket Uh, and they ruined his jacket. Yeah. (laughs) That was a pretty sweet looking. Well, I think it was, um, but uh, yeah, they ruined his jacket and they ruined the whole life, right? I mean, just they just messed up his whole life. And yet, several years later, they didn't yeah. even recognize him. And they're coming begging for mercy and begging for help. And he is the one that they left for dead, the one that they sold into slavery. He is the one that has become their new best friend yeah and it was his youngest brother you know so uh and i know you know joseph had to feel like hello god you know here i am yeah you know first of all here i am stuck in this well you know oh no now here i am on my way to timbuktu uh, oh, now here, here I am, uh, you know, serving yeah. in this king's court. Oh, wait, wait, what, you know? Yeah, falsely uh, accused, in, and now I'm in prison, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, having been falsely accused, and uh, all this stuff, you know. Oh, hey, by the way, when you go talk to the king, remember my name, you know, uh, forgotten, you know? yeah. And essentially, that's you know, every once in a while, I even get those feelings, you know, God, have you forgotten me? And, and so I'm reminded every once in a while that, you know, hey, your life experiences are different than others, uh, though there may be some similarities. But, you know, you have something worth offering and it's because of what God has done within me. So, yeah. So that's well, where we're at. And uh, I'm reminded of another story uh, also from the Bible of David, uh, King David, who uh, was the youngest of brothers and was anointed king at 16, 17, 18 years old, somewhere in there. And it was 20 years later before he took the throne. Yeah. He had, he had confirmation. He had his destiny set graduating high school (laughs) at at 18 years old. Yeah. And it took 20 years for that to actually come about for for him actually to to take right. the throne uh, of Israel. I mean, yeah, there's si- similar situation uh, in in the whole. Uh, in the meantime, okay, God, what's yeah? What we, you told me this then. Uh, yeah, this this has already been set in motion, but it's been a while. What's what's happening here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, and and he ended up being on the run for a while for in fear of his life too. So yeah, I mean, in that whole process too. So yeah, life life is not always uh, a bed of roses. Um, sometimes it's rubbish. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> or that other word I wrote down. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's a four letter word, but it's not that <laughs> four letter word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't say that one. No, so, no. Your mother is listening. Oh boy. <laughs> well, if this is the first time she's upset at me after listening to these podcast episodes, I'm in good shape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> although, although the, uh, the word that you wrote down near, uh, you know, your mother would still not be happy with you. So. <laughs> and your Grammy would certainly not be happy with you. I've heard her use it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. And probably appropriately. So, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's, it, it, yeah. It, it again, can be, we digress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it it can it can certainly be a struggle. I think this is uh, the perspective, though, that we can take away from it, and it, this applies to our current um, societal standing um, as as Christians and as believers. Uh, we we are in the minority um, when it comes to our stance on politics and on uh, on the direction of the country and things like that. And, and if we, if we focus on being a Christian nation, we'll miss it. But if we, if we focus on being sacrificial and, and not having the focus on ourselves, not, wanting to vie for the attention all the time, not wanting to uh, glorify ourselves, uh, which, you know, the Bible talks about if, if you're looking for your own glory, um, you're, you're like the guy praying on the corner. He's already got his glory. That's over and done with. Uh, But if, if we, if we are constantly pointing people to Christ, that, that's enough reward. That's because that's what we're here for. This life is not our own. It's it, it is a gift from God, and the best thing we can do is give it back to Him in the Correct. process uh, of 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 this wild and crazy thing called life. Um, it it's, man, so so much of the issues that we're having in America right now would solve themselves if we would say it's not about me. Yeah. It's yeah. just not about me. Yeah. There's there's a lot to that. You're absolutely right. Absolutely. No, I didn't mean to take it political. It just it's it it seems to fit very well with well our current society. It <laughs> it, it can fit and and here's here's the um I, I'm I'm flipping back through um looking for um the the idea. Let me let me see. I'm I'm looking up some lyrics here. So, all right. So, uh, the song that I started out with, um, "His Love Is the Reason." So it says, "This year feels like four seasons of winter, and and you would give up anything just to feel the sun." But it's like, oh my goodness, with all of the things that have been going on and all of the things that in life have been happening and, and been crazy. I mean, like crazy. 
um, if we really were to get to the place of saying, you know, let's get back to the, the reality and the, the real part of what's going on in life. And that is loving God and loving others. Then all of the other details, you know, Matthew six thirty three, you know, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. The rest of the stuff is going to fall into place. It may not look like it. Uh, obviously, from the stories that we've referenced to Joseph and King David and and many others and even our own lives, you know, it doesn't always look like we're winning. Right. And and the, even at that. um is that really our purpose? Is is it really for us to win? Is that our goal? Oh, no. Paul writes, our goal is to run the race as if to win. Yep. Doesn't, doesn't say anything that we will win. It just says we need to run as if we want to win. Yeah. And, and so doing it for the right reasons and doing it in the whole process, you know, and his, his love is the reason to keep on believing and keep moving forward. So uh, even though it looks like, you know, I don't have all the great successes. I don't have all the accolades. I don't have the, all the credentials and, and this and that, that makes me go here and go there. You know, I don't even have the technological savvy uh, that, that it takes for me to even run a phone <laughs> in today's <laughs> world. You know, uh, and yet that's that's what we that's the world we're living in. And, you know, uh, I can't figure out all those details, but that's not that's not it. Yeah. The, the, pur- the purpose is his love keeps us going. So, yep. 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 Verse two in that song. If we could pull back the curtain of heaven, we would see his hand on everything. Every yeah. hour, every minute, every second. He's always been in it. Don't let a shadow of doubt take hold. Hold on to what you already know. Yeah, absolutely. Simple as that. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. In spite of the circumstances, in spite of our own shortcomings, in spite of our own pride, uh, God chooses to use us in that process, uh, and, and our focus should continue to be on Him. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, uh, I mean, this, this is pretty much a, a great little episode just, just in that regard. So yeah. yeah, it is just simply to state it. We're here for his purpose. And, uh, it's the sooner we figure that part out, <laughs> the better we'll all be. Absolutely. Uh, and the better we can become, for the purpose of his glory. So absolutely. Absolutely. If you want to know more about what we've got going on, uh, here at worship hearts, you can check us out on Facebook and on YouTube. Uh, and if you have any comments or suggestions, uh, be sure to shoot us an email message, worship hearts at gmail.com. And, uh, or you can drop a comment here on the YouTube video, uh, or, or leave us a like and a follow on Facebook. Uh, send us a message over there we would appreciate that very much but uh, that is it for this week thanks for listening and watching we'll see you next time bye now